always, you can hear the Ben Maller Show weekdays from 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. It's time to win. Did you miss this on Straight Out of Vegas with the voice of Vegas, R.J. Bell? Jimmy Garoppolo signs a one-year restructured deal and playtime bonuses that could boost it all the way to $16 million. This is the most unlikely outcome of all because it took both the 49ers to want it and Jimmy G to want it by mm-hmm. renegotiating his contract. He maybe figures he couldn't make this money somewhere else, which doesn't make sense to me. As much as we're getting on Trey Lance because it's fun, this is kind of weak from Jimmy G, it seems. They reject you. Jimmy G sees Trey Lance at practice. He might know that, hey, I've got an opportunity here. So he's saying this guy's going to flame out, and I'm back in the lead with this team. This is the worst possible news for Trey Lance. Like, his prospects doesn't mean he won't be a star. It means this was a dark day. For Trey Lance. It's straight out of Vegas. It's kind of easy to win. Weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Dan Patrick knows what he wants. Basically, get out of the way. But he's a team player. That's where I was like, okay, do what's best for the team. Dan Patrick knows how to win. Trust me. Now, nobody got hurt. As I pointed out many times on this show, let's go for the jugular. Win with Dan Patrick. Go for the title. Hello, you play to win the game. Right here. Put your seatbelt on here. Who wants a piece of me? Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. FS1. Please me, baby. One. To find FS1 on your television, go to foxsports.com for details. FS1. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe 97.7. It's time for the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech Sports News. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 97.7 is also brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue, Dairy Queen, and Bienville Motors. Text us at 888-993-7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle. Bleed at Tech Blue Radio, BC. Back in John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. I want to thank our title sponsor, Louisiana National Bank, for over 100 years. LNB has been your community bank. Go see my friends at Louisiana National Bank for an uncommon experience or check them out online at ln.bank. You can get us on the O'Neill Gas Hotline or text line 888 I want to thank our friends at O'Neill Gas for sponsoring that hotline and text line beck haynes we are week one two bc days out baby Can't you, re- you ready i'm ready what do you think sonny Cumbie? obviously probably just wrapped up practice on probably. this tuesday evening but he, he, you know i asked can't him, be sleeping much right now can't be and i asked him last week when we when we talked to him have you thought about that pregame speech Oh, he's watching. You know he's, he's watching Friday depth, right? Night Lights. He's watching Miracle. He's taking notes from all the great movie scenes. This is why you play the game, man. I saw an article the other day that, that said the Friday Night Lights halftime speech was voted the best sports halftime speech. 
So he's probably watching that on repeat. Sure, he's surely he's not going back to the is well. That Billy, that's not Billy that Bob. Or who is that? I don't remember. You Maybe. think Gump be be good pregame? You think he's thinking? Guy? Am I? You think he's second guessing whether he's wearing a hat or a visor? No. You think he's got that figured out? You think no. he's got his outfit for the game picked out, BC? Oh yeah, he should. Listen, um, I know he's been an interim. Was it five games last year at the end of the season? How much for do you Texas think being Tech? an interim versus being oh, a head coach? It's, it's got to be drastic. hundred percent different because you're not making huge changes in the middle of the season. Well, it's like he said today at his press conference, and, and you know he obviously spoke to media for the first time uh, this year in, in a game week, and he said, you know, the biggest difference from being an OC or being an interim to being a head coach is like now you got so many additional things to worry about. Like your checklist now include like making sure we get everything on the bus just to get to the airport before we fly to Columbia. Like everything that you do now is revolved around the entire group, the entire team, the entire traveling party. Like if something doesn't go right, that's on you. When you take over as interim, you're just, you're just carrying on the resume, not trying to change it up too much. A A lot of those things have already been decided. Yeah, when you're the head guy, it's like now there's some weight to to what's been happening, what you've been doing all summer, because you're the guy that made the decisions about it. So how does that? And then you got to travel and play an SEC school when you first. Do you think there's any like you talk about like deciding what you're going to eat on the road? Like, do you think coaches stress over that type of stuff as far as like, or it's like ah, get them some chicken, get them you know, get them some water, you know? I gotta believe for the first game you're just like. You're just – it's almost like you, you finally get to make all these decisions. You're just, just overwhelmed with the off. million decisions you've made, but but you're probably just overanalyzing everything. You're probably – You are. <clears throat> you got to be. Yeah. Let's go to the O'Neill Gas Hotline. We got Rafe. Rafe, what you got for us tonight? Hey, man, I want to hit you early because I have a I have something – a task for you guys tonight if you get a, a chance. I, I've heard a lot of fans – basically say that this you know this season's a mulligan we you know don't put too much stock in into what we're going to do on the field just kind of look and see if we improve throughout the season and so forth and and I get that sentiment but my question is if you're going to go position group by position group and compare the talent level of each position group or the potential level of each position group with last year uh where would we shouldn't we be better than last year if we if we did a just to itemize okay this let's look at this group the running backs the receivers the quarterback I mean, whatever and i i really don't know i mean i i kind of lean towards yes but um i don't know that for sure and and especially i'm, I'm just watching from from a keyboard so i don't really know what they look like but if you guys get a chance, yeah, we'll, do t- that, well, yeah, we'll touch uh, on that here in just a second. That's a good. That's a good. Thought. Yeah, I'm not ready to concede. I'm not ready to concede. Like, okay, we're 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 you know we're going to put out a team that's significantly worse than what we tried out there against Mississippi State last year. I'm not ready to say that, and so it, maybe I should be, but I, but quite frankly, I'm not. So I mean, maybe I maybe I need to be. Me schooled on, on what we have as far as returning. So, you know, that's all I got for you. Good stuff. Really Thanks, Ray. Down. Appreciate it. All right, man. I, I, th- I think a better way to maybe ask that question is, is how much emphasis do you put on a new system and, and how hard is that to grasp for, for college athletes? Now, we know 
obviously these, like these the, the, systems, new defenses, new talking, offenses. You're talking about the transition into like how long does it take? I mean, to yeah. Be, completely comfortable with the schemes yeah it's not i mean obviously i don't feel like it's a totally different language but I mean, yeah. if you've been taught one way for three years and then and it, I, I think that's something that's definitely at play i mean these guys are still athletes their bodies are i still- gotta tell you though if i'm playing on the defensive side of the ball holy cow I'll be excited to attack somebody for yeah. one time well then you got the old school guys they're like hey it's the same put the ball in the end zone six points if your defense get the ball from the other team snap it and put it yeah. in his belly and let's eat they're not wrong it's the same. All right, let's think about it then. Quarterback, Matthew Downing versus, uh, I'll say this, a healthy Austin Kendall is head and shoulders better than Matthew Downing. Now. Allegedly. Aaron Allen and J.D. had got a lot of snaps a year ago. And they're, you know, they played a key role in why Louisiana Tech ended up 3-9. and nine. I would say Matthew Downing is probably a step ahead of both of those guys. You look at the running back position, Greg Garner, Marquise Crosby. Um, you know, I, I thought Marcus Williams was pretty good at running back. I don't think he set the world on fire by any means. I would say probably a push there. You look at receiver. Well, some of that's offensive line, too. Oh, absolutely. You look at receiver, Trey Harris, a year older. Smoke Harris, we know what he is. Uh, Griffin Bear enters his sixth year in the program. Uh, I think the one big difference between 2021-2022 is you don't have Bob Means. And so, mm-hmm. opposite of Trey Harris, there's some question marks. Uh, not necessarily – well, I will say talent-wise. I don't think there's a receiver on the team, Trey Harris included, that could roll with Bub Means at his best. But Kyle Maxwell hasn't played a lot of football. Julian Lewis hasn't played a lot of football. Cyrus Allen's a true freshman. Uh, so, you got some questions to answer at receiver. I, I think there's a chance that you're better at the receiver position. Yeah, how, I mean, how, Bub how, Means was special when he, he was. was right. How, how much we know leaders and your captains on the team are important every year, but especially in a year of like a, a regimen change, it's it's those guys are are the the ones that are keeping the good parts of the old regimen together and 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 leading the team through these new changes. Who do you feel like this year is kind of the go to guys? Leaders? Yes, I mean offensively, if you look at leadership, I think Abe Delph and Josh Moat, two guys who've been in the program six years, they're going to be leaders. I think you would have to hope that your quarterback is, uh, and I know you're huge into your quarterback being a team captain. You got to go back to 2016, the last time a Tech quarterback was a team captain, and that's a problem, which is kind of wild. Well, the, no, that's wild. Yeah, we've had a couple trans like one year guys, which that may be hard, but it's it I can still be done. Think you should be a captain, 100. Uh, percent uh, I think Matthew Downing. Austin Kendall was not a captain. No, I, I think offensively you got to be your, your your quarterback has to be the leader because he's the guy that has the football every. And listen, I'll be honest, I'll be forward with you. I, I'm concerned about the vocal leadership. Smoke Harris is vocal. We know that. Um, beyond that, you know who's vocal offensively though. Can a receiver lead an offensive unit? Defensively, Keevy Rose has been around a while. He, he's not a huge vocal guy. Tyler Grubb's a really good football player. I, I don't know that he's all that vocal. Is I BJ wish Tyler Williams Grubbs in, was because he's the guy the that likes. And he plays. Well, yeah. Or that in the, in the – just so like, he obviously doesn't care about his body at all. He's yeah. just running into people as fast as he can. Like, that's, that's somebody that you can respect. I agree. You know? Yeah, uh, B.J. Williams, I mean, he's – is he vocal? He's is been Jay- here for 12 years, right? Yeah, Jaden Cole, same way. So, like, the vocal leadership part, I think, is an interesting part of this team. 
Um, and or I, lack thereof. Yeah, possibly. And I don't know how much you can necessarily factor that in as far as uh, the differences in wins and losses based on some of that stuff. I, I would say that um, if you find yourself in a two or three game losing streak, you better have somebody vocal in a locker room, yeah. and, that, and that's not Louisiana. That's across the board in college football and professional football. Yeah, I, just with 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 Cumbie not being the one that recruited a lot of these guys, only being here last year, it's like you would hope that Cumbie had five or six guys that he can gain their trust, and then those guys are managers of their position groups, and then help those other guys along and and, and develop their trust with the coaches. But it's kind of like, hey, I need you guys, our core to be like my liaisons because I can't get in and touch everybody, can't develop a relationship with everybody. I've only been here eight months, whatever it is, and I didn't recruit any of these guys. No, no and that's a challenge. And Cumbie's talked a lot about that, about how, you know, in those early meetings back in December and January, as far as his message was, guys, just give me a chance to earn your trust. And, and listen, uh, Coach, Sonny Cumbie's as genuine as it gets. And I think he's got a bunch of genuine dudes on his staff. Like, I think this is a staff that's young, it's energetic, it's hungry. Um, they're getting opportunities at an FBS level that they might not have had before. And I, I think that's really uh, extremely positive. And back to 22 versus 21, offensive line, I, I, I think the 22 offensive line has to be better. I, I think the last two years' offensive line play has just been so bad. I don't want to say that they were better than anyone at right. anything. And that's no shot at them. It's just they weren't very good. Uh, defensive line, you look at what Tech's defensive line was with Levi Bell versus what they were without him. It's a drastic. I, I think defensively, I, I like some of the pieces they have on the defensive line. But until you prove to me that you can legitimately rush the passer with a four-man rush, I mean, how, how good really are you? Right. And I'm not, that goes for the 2021 defensive line as well. I think that was a lot of the issue. Uh, linebacker, I do think they're better at linebacker here in 2022. They're clearly better in the secondary uh, with the additions of Miles Brooks and Willie Roberts. For me, the question marks for this team reside in, and we talked a little bit about it last week, and you hate to put uh, pressure, you hate to talk too much about individual players and kind of how they factor into winning and losing, but it's like I said on Sean's show before we came on, you can't win in this era of college football with a game manager at quarterback. Right. And, and like, and Matthew Downing has to be a guy. Like, it, And I'm not talking 18 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. I, you got to throw 28 touchdowns and 6 interceptions and complete 65% of your throws if you want to look up in 2022 at the end of this year and be in contention let, for let a me, conference let me ask, title. Let me ask you something, B.C. You threw out numbers, 18 and 7. That's, that's a feels-like-game-manager level. Yeah. Would you rather take an uptick in interceptions, say, 12, 13, 14, if it meant getting the uptick in touchdowns? I think last year we at, probably had, say, 35 or so. Oh, absolutely. 279 three-and-outs. I mean, it's I mean, more risky for the biscuit, but. No, hey, when Cody Sokol was here, he threw 13 picks, but he threw 30 touchdowns. Yeah, I wasn't mad about that. You can live with a, a few more mistakes if it's leading to more touchdowns. I, but my point is, you can't have. Excuse me, you can't have a game changer at quarterback, 18 touchdowns, 7 picks, because in the run game, <coughs> you're not going to rush for 225 maybe if you're running, Maybe if you're running an option-based offense, yeah, then possibly. yeah. But, yeah. I don't but you're not going to run for 225 yards this year. You're not, a game. No. 
Biggest thing to me Kenneth Dixon ain't walking through. No, that he's door. not. He's not. Biggest thing for me this year is uh you know, okay, you wanna know something beautiful about football, BC? I was Let watching I was beauty. watching Hard Knocks today, no thanks to you and your login. Uh I don't have HBO texting me about it. Holy cow. Anyways, the Lions came off a three win season. But again the next year, there's still like there's same lot, co- yeah. so much hope. <clears throat> How down were we at the end of last year when we lost to Southern Miss at home versus how up in energy? Like, Nine there's still hope. The later. hope is back. Yeah, I agree. Like, how does it come back so fast? Oh, I absolutely. The, I feel like the guy, the, the, the team, the players who we've talked to, they feel it too. Couple things. We'll talk with Smoke Harrison, BJ Williamson about that, but a couple things. Season starts in two days. First thing, it doesn't feel like it. No. Second off, when they trot out their offense, defense, special teams for the first time Thursday night, I ain't got a clue what to expect, and I love that element of it. Love it. We're watching a we're watching a totally new game, you know. Like we're gonna be learning a lot. Watching a staff that's gonna be uh, slightly more aggressive. I, man, I, I can promise you that. I just one. hope we can see that. I hope I hope <laughs> for the fan base that they see oh, I a think huge see difference. It. I think you'll see it. Even okay. if we lose the game. Let's go ahead and tear up first time out. When we come back, you're not going to eat seeds. I'll quit choking. Quit chewing <laughs> seeds during the segment so you can get through it. And we'll look at Tech's first official depth chart. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Be right back after this. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number, you're a part of a team. This is Anna Robertson with the Lady Texters. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender member FDIC. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. Walpole Tire and Service loves supporting La Tech football. And if you're going on a road trip to follow the dogs, they want you to get there safely. Count on the pros at Walpole Tire to keep your car in the game. From the largest selection of name brand tires in the area to expert ASE certified service, including brakes, tires, and front end repairs. Your home team for over 60 years. Walpole Tire and Service. Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. This is Chris Brister, owner of Brister Smokehouse Barbecue in Ruston. The past year has been challenging, and I wanted to say thank you to all who have supported us. Without you, we couldn't serve the delicious scatter load, our great ribs, or our newest menu items, smoked wings, jalapeno cream corn, or our smoked cheddar mac and cheese. So from the Brister's family, thank you. Please come see us at 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. <laughs> 
Calling all Bulldog football fans. Season tickets for the 2022 La Tech football season are on sale now. The schedule features Sonny Cumbie's inaugural game versus SFA, plus games against UTEP, Rice, Middle Tennessee, and UAB. Contact the ticket office at 318-257-3631 or visit latechsports.com slash tickets to secure your seats today. That's 318-257-3631 or online at latechsports.com slash tickets. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. BC Beckheads, John Taylor, Sports Talk 97.7. Of course, you can get us on the O'Neill Gas hotline or text on 888-993-7762. Brett chimes in, says I've... Said it a million times. My expectations are low so that I won't be disappointed. And if they win more than three games, then fantastic. Brett, I'm just looking forward to hearing from you at 1130 Thursday night. Uh, I just need to hear from you. I'm going to put it point blank. I need to hear from Joey Fresh. Um, Unnamed Texer says bring the wood. Uh, Eric Wood would agree. A little shout-out to the E-Wood, Dr. Wood. Uh, he, He would definitely agree. So, um, you know, you, you look at this team, and we talked a lot about it in the previous segment. Um, offensively, uh, Louisiana Tech returns six starters from a season ago. Uh, you look at those six starters, Trey Harris, Smoke Harris. Uh, shout out to Smoke. He'll join us on behalf of our title sponsor, Louisiana National Bank. In the next segment, Griffin Bear. You think Bear will ever graduate? He's living the dream. He's going to stay Been a here a while. Been here a while. Going to ride it out. Uh, Josh Moat uh, back at left guard. Abraham Dolphin back at center. And then Byron Rossell. Uh, Rossell will actually, is actually listed as a backup at right tackle. Uh, looks like the old redshirt freshman Carson Bruno out of Shreveport Bird High School will make his first career start on the road. In Columbia, Missouri, against the Tigers, uh, that would be exhilarating. No for other a, way to uh, do 19 it. Nineteen-year-old, yeah, he'll be all right. Uh, it's called uh, tossing the old young pup into the fire. Yeah. Uh, look at the other starters offensively. Kyle Maxwell started an outside receiver spot. Dakota White, six-four, three hundred thirteen-pound sophomore, will start at left tackle. Transfer Isaac Ellis from Memphis will start at right guard. Uh, Ellis listed at a. Sleek six two three twenty two, man six two three twenty two. He can bring some thunder in the run game. Uh, I mentioned Greg Garner will start at running back, and then Matthew Downing, six foot two hundred and nine pound graduate transfer. Let me ask you this: Matthew Downing has obviously, having spent time at Georgia, having spent time at TCU, has spent a lot of time in some big time environments, mm. albeit on the sideline. <laughs> Does that help him Thursday night? Um, I guess from a nerve standpoint, uh, just kind of settling in, or, or do you think? Like, like, let me ask you this: Or does Sonny come be on first and ten from your own twenty-five in the first just drive? Chalk it. No, say oh. Matthew Downing, you're running QB power. We're gonna get you popped one time, and then we're gonna settle in. All right. 
I won't question him, whatever he does. I think the initial uh, environment shock may not be there, but you can't tell me that waiting for your time for seven years There's or whatever be some it is. Nerves. And knowing this is it. I mean, it's not it. You got another year. I don't know how. He's got another year. He might be older than us. Good for him. Possibly. Uh, <laughs> you know, this is, you got to, at some point, you got to be like, this is my chance. And if it ain't this happening. This is it. Here, no, this is it. And I think that provides probably a little more pressure. Now, I'm, I don't think there's a ton of people, certainly not Vegas, that are expecting Tech to win this game. So I think he can twenty point dogs. Yeah, as long as he doesn't have four picks in the first half, and you think he'll settle. Yeah, in. like he's. I mean, you don't have to go blow it out of the water. You know, you just just don't don't be terrible. Just you know, be a give just us a, a little confidence. Be a game manager. <laughs> go out there and be a little Jimmy G and participate in the win. <laughs> uh, defensively, uh, look at returning starters. Uh, six on that side of the ball as well. Cedric Woods at corner. Jaden Cole, uh, B.J. Williamson, Tyler Grubbs, Michael Clark, Deshaun Hole, and Keevy Rose. Speaking of Keevy Rose, fourth year in the program, listed as a redshirt sophomore. Oh, COVID, how we love thee. Uh, looking at the starters on the defensive line, Rashid Lyles make his uh, first start. Joe Mason, 6'2", 257-pound <laughs> sophomore out of Green Oaks High School in Shreveport, will start. At a defensive end, Spark Kyrie Morrison coming off an ACL in 2021. Uh, we'll start at the nickel linebacker spot. Hugh Davis, a transfer from Boston College, will start at inside linebacker next to Tyler Grubbs. Uh, and then at the two cornerback spots, Willie Roberts and Miles Brooks will start as transfers from SFA. One thing about this defense, uh, <laughs> Scott Power out. Ah, I, I don't know if you could possibly. I mean, first of all, what a name. Incredible. Incredible defense. Bald name. head, you know he's coming after you. Only only other better uh, coaching position would be inside running game coach. As power. Uh, which is power. But other than that, defense is great. Uh, it's got to get the guys fired up. We, I keep, we keep hearing over and over again the defense <laughs> is going to be the thing. Which is just surprising coming from an air raid offense guy. True. But maybe... There's about nine transfers on this two deep in the in the two deep. Nine transfers. Well, I hope there's some dogs. Uh, so do I. Uh, listen, you I, got one or two you're pretty excited about, don't you? Yeah, listen, I, I think Scott Power did a good job in the offseason. There, there was no secret. We talked a little bit about it last week. Uh, Tech not only needed depth defensively, they needed some dudes that could play some football as well. Uh, it's going to be a fun scheme defensively. Um, let me ask you this, and we'll talk more about the, the matchup with Missouri uh, in a couple of segments, but um, Scott Power coming from SFA, Sonny Cumbie obviously coming from Texas Tech. You, you think Missouri's rattled at all about that? Not not knowing what to expect, and can that can that make a difference for 60 minutes, or is that something that a team can pretty easily adjust to after a first quarter i don't know if i don't know if either team knows what's going to happen i don't either i mean missouri's a lot got of, over 35 new dudes yeah i think we're, i mean they're like watching film going i mean maybe i don't know maybe i hope they're not telling their i mean cumby's cumby said that in the press conference. oh it, it was point blank said, I'll, be, it, I'll, be, I'll be honest i, I don't it's know it's hard to prepare yeah. for i mean the first game of the season it's a lot of that especially in this era of the transfer portal where so many dudes just kind of do the old swap a it's hard to kind of keep up with, uh, you know, which guys are going which places. And it's like, hey, guys, spring ball, 
We're starting over. Got some new dudes in this play. Well, coach, I just learned the scheme. We're starting over. I mean, this is what gives you appreciation for teams that go out and just look dialed week one. You know, and they're not playing like De Quincey or something. You know, kind of like Vanderbilt out of Hawaii dropped a sixty-three bird. You get back and you watch a little film and go, guys, guys, I got some improvements, but only because I had to look for them. Did you see the starters on special teams? No. Baby Barnes back as the kicker. There you go. Uh, not, the, not the not the kickoff. No, nope. Austin McCready will start at punter. Transfer from Memphis, second year in the program. Griffin Armstrong, 5'10", 220-pound, redshirt freshman, will start at deep snapper. Buck Buchanan, if there's one guarantee in this football game on Thursday night, it's that Buck Buchanan's opening kickoff will go through the end zone. Mm. If you can bet it in Vegas, if you can find it, let me know. But I would go ahead and bet the mortgage. Uh, starting holder, Noah White. Uh, 6'3", 198, a little light in the britches is the old holder. Uh, and then Smoke Harris will start at both punt return and kick return. <sighs> Not going to sit here and lie to you, Beck Ames. Like I said earlier, I'm so excited about the unknown. I just want to see what they look like. I, I will say this, a, a lot of Missouri fans that I read is like, oh, I blow La Tech out. One thing, Tech ain't going to be intimidated by the environment. I, I mean, I've been wrong before, BC. I just can't. I just don't see Mizzou putting up 40 points. No, Am I, I wrong? Am I wrong? No. I, I Listen, I don't think Missouri's overly talented. Like, they're not. What's the under for this game? Do you know? 60 is what it was 60. this afternoon. Yeah. Take that. Take the under. Take the under. No, you're a loser if you bet unders. Um. Life is too short for all that. Um, I don't. I, I agree. Like Missouri, and it goes back to Matthew Downing for me. Complete sixty percent of your throws, and don't turn the football over. And we're gonna look up in the third quarter with three minutes and twenty eight seconds remaining here and be like, oh boy! All right, Thursday. Buckle up. Thursday night, eleven thirty, smack dab middle of the post game show. What percentage are we talking about run plays versus pass plays that happened? Oh, it's going to be pretty close to 50-50. You it, think? It, oh, if you're expecting Tech to come out and throw the ball 50 I times. I think people this, need to hear 2022 that. 2022 ain't the year for you. I it, think it people need to hear that. No, it ain't going to happen. Brett says, what are the chances a blowout happens? Either team, and we get to see Father Abraham get in the game. Brett, I don't know. We might ask Gabe about Father Abraham and uh, see if they've ordered him a casket yet because he's getting a little up there in age let's go ahead take our next time out we come back from the break wide receiver smoke harris will join us uh immediately following smoke harris be joined by safety bj williamson listen to bleed tech blue radio sports talk 97.7 At Diemel Motors in Arcadia, we're all Bulldogs. We are owned and operated by nothing but Bulldogs and have been since 1968. We have a wide variety of cars, trucks, big rigs, and trailers. Check out the full lineup on our Diemel Motors Facebook page. At Diemel Motors in Arcadia, we really do bleed tech blue. Hey, come on out to where you come out better. Diemel Motors in Arcadia. 
At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with the Bulldogs. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LMB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal Housing Lender. Member FDIC. Hey, DQ fans, August means a new blizzard of the month and five more reasons to take a trip to DQ. Meet the new Reese's Take 5 Blizzard Treat. We fit Reese's peanut butter cups, sweet caramel topping, salty peanuts, and crunchy pretzels into every soft serve pack spoonful. I'll admit, I just got hungry reading this out loud. I mean, a blizzard treat and a Reese's Take 5 together? This summer just keeps getting better and better. Try the new Reese's Take 5 Blizzard Treat only at DQ. Happy tastes good. Being in the Army National Guard is about more than serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable, and serving part-time can help you graduate debt-free. Do you want to stay close to friends and family? The Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want. Learn more by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Want to find stuff out about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC. Beck Haynes, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. Joining us on behalf of Louisiana National Bank on the O'Neill Gas Hotline, wide receiver Smoke Harris. Smoke, what's happening tonight? What's up, man? I want to I want to go back, obviously, to late in 2021. It was a season that didn't go as we maybe expected it to go. Skip Holtz is let go as the head coach. What's that period like as a player, as a leader, a guy that's been in the program for four years? Just that uncertainty of not go or not knowing who the next head coach would be. Uh, what was that like for you? I mean, we were just. I was just staying, trying to stay focused, keeping the guys up. So, I mean, you know, you got to go play by play. You still have to finish the season off. Not knowing, I mean, not knowing, you just got to go out there and play for your brothers at that point. But, I mean, you had to do what was, at that time, you had to do what was up for that coach. So, you had to finish the season off right. You can't go out there and just not play because you don't know the uncertainty. You don't know who's going to be the next coach. But you just go out there and play, leave it all on the line no matter what. And that was just how we went about that. Smoke, this was your first coaching change at the collegiate level how quickly were you able to buy into Sonny Cumbie's uh and, and his staff or did that did that come faster or slower than you thought it would and and how did you feel like the team uh did that going into this season I mean at the end of the day I mean changes are changes you don't really like some people don't like changes or whatever but at the end of the day you have to accept it for what it is and just go about it however you have to adjust make the adjustments You'll see they don't do certain things like the old way. You just have to make adjustments, and you just got to go with it at that point. You just keep grinding and grinding it out. That's really it. And being an older guy on the offensive ball, offensive side of the ball, um, you know, you, Griffin's been around for some time. Um, 
do, do you try to be vocal or be more vocal and kind of lead this unit as you enter into the 2022 season uh, on Thursday night against Missouri? Yes, sir. That's the goal. Everybody, I know they have, we have guys on the team that's not vocal, but I'm very vocal around here. I try to keep the guys going, give them that little juice, you feel me? Just stay up, keep everybody up, and just keep it going. Make sure everybody's confident, et cetera, and we just keep going. From a from an off season standpoint, a conditioning standpoint, uh, we, we've seen a lot of the pictures that Coach Scholes uh, has shared with some of the results that some of the guys got. Uh, what what's that been like from a conditioning standpoint? Has it been uh, tougher? Has it kind of been what you expected? Uh, and, and how do you think they've prepared you to get ready, uh, not only for Thursday night but the long grind of a college football season? Um, they. They've changed our eating habits and et cetera. They gave us a better nutrition plan and et cetera. The conditioning has been hard, so they made it harder to where, like, the games become easy. And we've been doing more football-related stuff instead of just doing, like, running. We just like So we had, like, we really train, like, for, for a football game. So it's not just running, just running for the sake of it. We're just out there just grinding, running plays, et cetera, working on our steps, working on reads, et cetera. So – the conditioning that will actually help us in the long run. So I feel like it's better. It was kind of tougher, but at the end of the day, it'll all pay out at the end. All right, Smoke. For those speaking of running, for those that don't know, tell us uh, where that's where this nickname comes from and uh, and 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 how how you got that. Man, I got the name when I was like seven, like seven eight. My coaches used to say I used to leave them in a cloud of dust back in the day, so they just started <laughs> calling me Smoke. You feel me? I was just and it just stuck. Like since literally, it just stuck. Tell us a little bit about Matthew Downing. Obviously, uh, I'll be making his first career start at quarterback for the Bulldogs on Thursday night. What, what's it been like uh, adjusting to a new quarterback and kind of getting on the same page uh, with him from a receiver standpoint? I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. The quarterback, I mean, Matthew Downing, he's a very vocal guy. He's confident in himself. He can do a lot, you feel me? So, I mean... We've just been grinding all summer. Like, we had open, like, route sessions. We just run like, routes during the offseason. And we ran a lot during the summer. Like, during workouts, we ran routes, too. So, I mean, we actually got a better – we got a connection. All the receivers are actually connecting with all the quarterbacks. So we're actually good right now. Last question. We'll let you get out of here. Uh, in order for Louisiana Tech to have success Thursday night, uh, what must you guys do uh, on the road in Columbia? We just we just got to go out there and play like ourselves. I mean, just play, just do what we can do. Just control what we can control at the end of the day. I mean, no matter what, like they say, anytime, any place, anywhere, we'll be ready. So just go out there and play. Good stuff, man. We'll, we'll talk to you here in a couple of weeks, and uh, good luck to you guys on the road uh, this week against Missouri. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Smoke Harris, wide receiver of the Bulldogs, joining us. On behalf of Louisiana National Bank, our title sponsor for over 100 years, Louisiana National Bank has been your community bank. Go see my friends at Louisiana National Bank for an uncommon experience or check them out online at ln.bank. And as we get B.J. Williamson on the line on the O'Neill Gas Hotline, back, I mean, like I said, Smoke's the vocal leader offensively. Are are you excited to see what he can do in a different system? I I've been semi critical in the past of, of Smoke. I think he's got the most talent on the team. I just had concerns about how much he was pushed or challenged Sounds to like really push conditioning wise. Yeah, I hope that's true. So I hope this is a year that that, that Smoke really 
I don't know, comes out as a leader more and steps up. I mean, he's he makes incredible plays almost every game. I just think we can use him in different ways. Let me ask you this. You, you talk about using him in different ways. Uh, every coach uh, is going to have his own set of ideas. I always thought you watch Smoke Harris high school film, it's like Smoke Harris ball carrier. Like, it's not necessarily Smoke Harris wide receiver. He's just a guy you want to have the ball an awful lot. Yeah. I mean, and, and I, I don't care if it's handoffs, screens, let him get the football and, and let him make some plays. I mean, that that's the big thing for me offensively. Let's go back to the O'Neill Gas Hotline. Join us on behalf of Louisiana National Bank, Louisiana Tech Safety, B.J. Williamson. B.J., what's happening tonight? How y'all doing? I'm doing good. Good to hear from you. Um, season Hello. season opener on Thursday night at Missouri. Uh, how excited are you just to line up and face a different opponent after you're facing your teammates all of fall camp? Um, it's a it's a great feeling. I mean, it's just it's really a great feeling not to be able to go go against somebody actually for a title instead of just practicing every day. You you look at this past off season, obviously the 2021 season didn't go uh, maybe as you guys expected it to go. Uh, going through a coaching change, obviously the first time in your collegiate career, what was that like those few weeks before Sonny Cumbie was named as the head coach? Um, it was a lot of questions in the air. Um, Wondering who was gonna come in and stuff, um, but our A, our AD told us that he he got us a guy that we'll always uh, we'll all like. So it really was a good. It wasn't nothing too major. We was just really waiting on changes on it. How, how long did that take you guys in the locker room? Being older guys, we just talked with Smoke earlier. Obviously, you've been in the program for five years now. Jaden Cole, uh, who plays next to you, has been at safety for six years now. Um, how was that? How hard was that for you to trust Cumby and his staff that he brought in? And, and you know, wh- how do you feel like that is across the team uh, to where we are now, getting ready for the season opener here in a couple of days? Um, I, I wouldn't say it was hard because when they did come in, they all asked us like stuff that how we want to how do what how do we want to run it and like how like basically like player led. It wasn't really hard to do a transition, so I feel like everybody was really bought in. Like whatever coaches came in, we all we all knew that we wanted to work and wanted to be better than what we was last year. BJ, come today in this press conference mentioned you had you've had six interceptions in camp thus far this year. How do you feel personally? How does your body feel? How are you feeling as you grasp the schemes of the defense? Can you tell us a little bit about the confidence you have in yourself going into the season? Um, very high confidence. Um, we have a great defensive coordinator that I feel like he's took my game to another level. Um, knowing the game wise, not just talent wise, actually mentally knowing the game and how everything plays out. I, I feel really, feel really well. And the body feel really well. I'm feeling really good. T- tell me a little bit about Scott Power. We- we've interviewed him a couple of times. He seems, uh, more of a, a reserved coach, a guy that, 
uh, really does a good job at, like you said, teaching the game. Uh, how do you feel like you and your teammates have benefited from that on the defensive side of the ball? Um, very much so. Um, we've learned we've learned a lot since he's came in from since last year. Um, cool guy, real laid back, but when it's time to work, it's time to work. So um, that that's something we love. So Thursday night at Missouri. Uh, will you take a trip across the field to, to say hello uh, to Blake Baker? Uh, I know he played a big role in your recruitment coming out of high school. Yeah, uh, that's my dog. Uh, he'll forever, <laughs> forever be my dog. I'm happy he gave me the chance to actually come here. So, you know, I'm ready to play, play him one more time because I played him at Miami. So it'll be a fun game. Yeah, absolutely it will. So last question, we'll let you get out of here. Um, to be successful defensively Thursday night, uh, what must you guys do against the Missouri Tigers? All we have to do is do our one eleven. everybody do their job and stick to the plan and we'll be fine. Thanks, man. We'll talk in a couple of weeks. Appreciate it. All right. B.J. Williamson, safety for the Bulldogs, joining us on behalf of Louisiana National Bank, our title sponsor here at Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Beck, you, you mentioned the six interceptions that he's had in fall camp. Just Sonny Cumbie, flying around everywhere. Sonny Cumbie alluded to it. Um, I, I don't think that we got the, the full B.J. Williams ex, Williamson experience a season ago. I think there was different points that he was banged up. He still finished the year uh, with 52 tackles. I think he had three interceptions as well. But he was an all-conference player in 2020. Uh, as a redshirt sophomore, I'm excited to see if he can get back into that level uh, here in 2022 because it's a defense that allows its safeties to make plays. Yeah, him and a couple other guys. I just I hope this new schemes are revitalizing these guys. I think they're being used in different ways. A new coach can sometime from an outside view look at, hey, what do we have? What are they good at? And how do we use them? I think I don't know. I just imagine as a coach of nine years, it gets it gets tough to see that the same or different ways every year when you've been doing something and you and you get so focused and I've heard coaches talk about that you get so focused doing what you're doing and trying to execute it you kind of forget to step back and look at players as a whole and say See what how they, they developed well. yeah. and what do they really do the best and we've seen that from time to time I mean Hunter Lee comes to mind oh! as I mean his freshman year shout out you utilized him and he was extremely successful and then the next year he moves position and it's like we don't really see him much yeah it's just tough to always put those pieces together. So we got a whole new shot at it. Again, Ben, you and I can talk to the cows come home about how different this is going to be and how we don't really know what it's going to look like. I love it. I love I, it. I love it, too. When do we get to do this? This is our first coaching change in the BCB the, career. First time Louisiana Tech has fired a head coach since 2006. That's a long time. 16 years uh, of course, following the firing of Jack Pignell, you had the hire of Derek Dooley. He heads off to Tennessee. Uh, sunny, I mean, sunny days in Ruston when Sonny Dykes came to town. Right. He leaves for California. Sweet move, loser. Uh, and then, well, obviously, we have – you like that? Yeah, I do. Uh, like, who leaves Louisiana Tech to go to Berkeley, I California? I don't know. I can't think of anybody. Uh, uh, and, of course, Skip Holtz. And uh, he spent – well, let me ask you. Will we ever see a head coach at Louisiana Tech spend nine years as the head coach? It's hard to imagine. It's that sweet spot of, like, 
Like, we're in an era where it's like three or four. I know, but then you've also got guys, you know, you either are using this as a stepping stone and trying to go to the next spot, or you got guys that are like, hey, I've been there, done that, looking to kind of just be successful and get the name on the building, you know? Those guys. You know, Brett said, Brett had a great text, and he's got a good point. He said, I'm excited for the Cumbie era, but Skip does have something that Sonny doesn't, a one-time USFL championship. (laughs) You ain't wrong, Brett. You ain't wrong. Oh, Brett, I can't wait to hear from you at 11.45 on Thursday night. I can't imagine uh, that you will be quite fired up. Brett also says, love smoke, and especially his leadership during this tumultuous season. This isn't a knock on him, but a reality of collegiate football players in the 2020s. But he never once mentioned his loyalty at Tech. Uh, As a non-athlete who paid for my alumni status, it boggles the mind. Listen, B.J. Williams and Smoke Harris, really good players, obviously have had a lot of success over their career. There's no doubt that they had opportunities to move on to, quote-unquote, greener pastures. Like Brett, it says a lot about those two guys. Yeah, yeah, and just maybe sometimes it's not what they say but what they didn't do, Yeah, and they could have moved on. There was rumors, but they're here. They're ready to ball. Excited to play the game on Thursday night. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back. We'll take a little look at... The Missouri Tigers, you listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Dog 97.7. Walpole Tire and Service loves supporting La Tech football. And if you're going on a road trip to follow the dogs, they want you to get there safely. Count on the pros at Walpole Tire to keep your car in the game. From the largest selection of name brand tires in the area to expert ASE certified service, including brakes, tires, and front end repairs. Your home team for over 60 years. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe. Visit walpoletire.com. Oh, courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands Chevrolet, Buick, GMC. Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots. Local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. At Louisiana National Bank, you are more than just a number. You are a part of a team. This is B.J. Williamson with the Bulldogs. Whether you're opening your first checking account or need a loan to start a new business, Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dream, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. This is Chris Brister, owner of Brister Smokehouse Barbecue in Ruston. The past year has been challenging, and I wanted to say thank you to all who have supported us. Without you, we couldn't serve the delicious scatter load, our great ribs, or our newest menu items, smoked wings, jalapeno cream corn, or our smoked cheddar mac and cheese. So from the Brister's family, thank you. Please come see us at 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. want to thank Smoke Harris, B.J. Williams, for joining us on the O'Neill Gas Hotline on behalf of our title sponsor, Louisiana National Bank. want to thank some of our other sponsors, Brister Smokehouse, 
Dairy Queen, courtesy automotive, Bienville Motors, wall pole tire. Beck, you know, you, you look at this Missouri team, and before I came in for the show tonight, um, you know, we have this thought of the unknown, and it feels like we're beating the dead horse, and I guess we are. But Missouri has a lot of unknowns on their side. Brady Cook will make his second career start. Uh, a guy that was really good in a reserve role a season ago finished 27 of 34 uh, in their bowl game loss to Army. But you could tell he was restricted. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and listen, there wasn't a whole lot of throws down the field. And listen, it was a pretty close game the whole game, back and forth. 22. Yeah, yeah. And back, back and forth. So it do you think they come out Thursday night like, all right, buddy, here's your chance. See, here's the let difference. it rip. So for for a Missouri who's coming, you know, in all all things considered, probably should beat. Do you think they are yeah, overlooking no, Tech at all? No, I don't think they're overlooking. I think it's. I think they probably take it a little more as, hey, let's, like if. If you're obviously it's not like a divisional game, but like let's try some things. Let's let's stretch him a little bit and see what he can do. This is a game that Missouri can do that, which is probably why a lot of teams play big underdogs. Missouri played paid one point three million dollars to Middle Tennessee State to not go on the road in Week One and play Louisiana Tech. Do you think they should do that, that put in the old chip on the proverbial shoulder for the Dome? No doubt. And do you think that that's uh? The AD makes that call because of where they feel like the From football team From what I read, it was Eli Drinkwitz saying, hey, we ain't going on the road to Murfreesboro, Tennessee Which to play a team called the Blue Raiders that has Russell Athletic jerseys. Like, we ain't doing it. You think it was more that than it was potential to get beat? Yes, but I also think that there was more, um, you know, you look at their upcoming schedule. Uh, beyond Louisiana Tech, next week they go on the road again to Kansas State. So that would have been back-to-back road games. And let's be honest, I don't think you do that too but often. The 1.3 million is a lot. Well, I guess not for an SEC school. No. Yeah. They, they, I mean, it is a lot of money, but well, what do they care? I uh, guess not much. But I think I think Missouri gets to try some more things. And, you know, Tech, on the flip side of that is, I mean, we're just – going to do what they can do i mean we got a lot of new stuff too but if this is a close game and it's it's the, the teams are matched a little more you might be a little more conservative but i mean this if this is a quarterback this brady cook guy they're probably gonna like hey let's let me ask you this about brady cook see what he can do he's from st louis missouri less than two hours from columbia uh, this was his dream. He wanted to be the quarterback at missouri i doubt there's hey, many people what a in america dream. that say that what a dream but does that put a little additional pressure on him? Like, like here's your chance. No, you're playing. No, hold on. You're playing at Missouri. Missouri went six and seven. What's a good year for Missouri? Seven and five, eight and four. Yeah, great, like great year, eight and four. Like, do you feel a little pressure as a guy that's like, all right, I've won this job, but I better not relinquish it, or I might not get another. I mean, I, I feel like we've heard out of their camp that this may be the there may not be much to relinquish. Is he <laughs> Jack's backing up again? I don't know if Brady's like that worried about it. Is he? Was he by far the? Hey, Jack's pretty good. Was now. he by far the best one coming out of camp? I hope Jack gets a chance to play against. Do Jack. you? Yeah, I hope he throws a pick. I hope late. Scott Power just. I hope he throws a pick late. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> uh, Missouri has a stud freshman, Luther Burden. Uh, was the number four overall recruit in 
Kyle or coming out of high school this past season, uh, the best player they got offensively. I, I don't think there's any doubt about that, especially from a talent perspective. It'll be his first career game. Uh, does Louisiana Tech choose to cover him? Man, oh, man, do they play some uh, bracket coverage? Luther Burden has a chance to be a game changer on the offensive side of the ball. Um, I, looking at the defensive side of the ball, Blake Baker, new defensive coordinator, going to run the old four-two-five scheme. A um, lot of new pieces there. They've added eight or nine transfers. Uh, the one thing, Isaiah McGuire, defensive end, all-SEC guy. And let me tell you something. When you talk about an all-SEC defensive end, what does it make me feel like as a Louisiana Tech supporter? It's like, holy cow, please don't come at our offensive tackles because they have a chance to struggle. And, I, listen, I don't know. Maybe Sonny Cumbie's like, hey, we'll just chip McGuire all night. Um, I know you can't put, you know, you can't sit there and play with the tight end for 75 snaps, but um, Missouri might force you to do that. Blake Baker said multiple times throughout the week uh, he feels pretty confident rotating 12 guys on the defensive line. Uh, I think Tech has about eight. So, you know, how, how does Tech hold up uh, on the defensive side of the ball? Got an interesting text on the O'Neill Gas text line. Will the people chimes in. Do the two of you think maybe we have a situation that's similar to 2014 where the confidence in the football building uh, is much higher than the confidence in the fan base? I I don't – I'll put it to you this way. I think this coaching staff, I don't think you'll ever get a great read as far as whether they're optimistic or pessimistic. I, I don't think that's the type of staff these guys are. I, I think they're just football guys. Like, like, they enjoy watching film at 1130 at night. Like, that's who they are. And I don't know uh, if you'll ever get a great read – um, I, I, listening to Sonny Cumbie today in his press conference, I think you can definitely uh, sense some optimism in his quarterback, Matthew Downing. Now, if he wasn't optimistic, would he really yeah, say I mean, it? Can you, can you even say that? I mean, you gotta you got to have a buy-in from the fan base, and you got to portray that at least you have confidence in the guy. And you kind of brought the guy over here, so you better back him up. What if – If, if Louisiana Tech came out Thursday night and, and we're going to make our picks coming up at 7-15 and, and they lost this game, let's say 42-17, is there any way you could look in the mirror and say, you know what, they played hard tonight? Because, and, and I ask that because, I'll be honest, like I, I – I was prob I wore blue colored glasses from like 2017 to 2021, and now it's like you kind of take a step back. It's a new regime, uh, you know. The, obviously, you don't know what to expect from an expectation standpoint. But part of me is like, Sonny Cumbie cares how hard his guys play, like he does. But also at the same time, like that's the minimum. Like, duh, you played hard. Like. Duh, you competed. I think there's a big difference in, like, you made a ton of mistakes, you didn't do what we practiced, you didn't follow the game plan, and you got beat because they were better athletes. But I mean, that, It's not an excuse. But, but we've I, got but multiple have... texts tonight that's like, 
I don't believe in Missouri's talent. Right. Like, like they might line up and beat us, but, but they have, like, we if, haven't seen them. If Tech plays well and Missouri plays well, I can't come to the conclusion that it's a 42-17 no, game. No. I don't like the spread. I'm, you're going to hear me say it in 7-15. I think dogs cover all day long. I don't think Missouri scores that much. I don't either. Not, not like we're twenty point underdogs. Not I don't unless think we... Missouri. Listen, the legitimate concern defensively is if Missouri lines up to run the football and they run for two hundred and eighty yards. Yeah, yes, I think they could run away with this game. With this game, do I think that happens? I don't. Um, Brett says exactly. BC, it's hilarious that Missouri paid that much just to turn around and play a more. <laughs> well-known conference usa school unnamed texter says missouri was not stellar last year and is questioning their preparedness as well it's veiled in their media words uh they will get more pressure than expected from la tech they think they got a gimme i bet they are slack to start and if la tech hits them in the mouth it'll be a battle I, this should be a battle this, this should be a battle like the twelfth best team in the SEC should not throw you around. I don't care if it's your home field or not, especially in a first game situation. I mean, look what happened against Mississippi State last year. Oh, they were heck, the stadium emptied out. Then we started coaching. Never, but you know I'll what never, I'm saying, Ben? Ben, can we just talk about this? What happens if we win that game? Do you, how different is the Skip's season? Skip still here. You probably beat SMU. You do beat ODU, you do beat Rice, and you beat Southern Miss. Yeah, I mean, you probably win eight games. I mean, they were they eight had nothing games. to play for at the end. No, but I also think the season's probably a little different if you have Austin Kendall, like all year. And you healthy. beat Southern Miss, you beat ODU, you beat Rice. I mean, you at least win six games, but who cares? Who cares? I, who cares? I, it, no, it didn't I, happen. I'm emotionally detached from it. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I am, I am. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back from the break. Gabe DeArmond, PowerMizzou.com will join us. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're a part of a team. This is Anna Robertson with the Lady Texters. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Oh, courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. On your mark, get ready. It's football season on your home for sports, Sports Talk 97.7. On Mondays from 6 to 7, it's the Louisiana Tech Coaches Show, followed by the Grambling Coaches Show and then Monday Night Football. Tuesdays at 6, it's Bleed Tech Blue Radio. On Thursday at 6, it's the Union Parish Coaches Show. Then at 7, the LSU Coaches Show with Brian Kelly moves to a new night Thursdays at 7. That'll be followed by Thursday Night Football. On Fridays during the Sports Company at 5 o'clock, we shut everything down. It's high school football game night where we get you ready for all the 
the area games. Then at 6.30, it's Union Parish fighting former football, followed by the original prep report with Ken Trahan, where they get you up to date on all the scores across North Louisiana. On Saturday mornings from 8 to 10, it's the Nick Brown Show. Then from 10 to 11, it's the High School Football Rewind. Three hours before kickoff, it's our local LSU pregame show, Tiger Talk, followed by LSU football right here on Sports Talk 97.7. Then Sunday nights, Sunday night football. You're home for football in the Arkla Miss and the Arkla Techs. Sports Talk 97.7. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe 97.7. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries. Just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio. BC Beck Haynes, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. Joining us on the O'Neill Gas Hotline, Gabe DeArmond, PowerMizzou.com. Gabe, how are we doing tonight? Not bad, guys. That that commercial for the LSU coaches show with Brian Kelly. I, I'm not used to that. That well, that's going to take a minute. It's a little different, but hey, let's get to some uh, the the serious question out of the way. Um, I know you're less than two hours from St. Louis. Are you a Cardinals guy? No, I grew up in Woo! Kansas City. I'm a Chiefs and a Royals fan. Oh, thank goodness. We're a Cubs fan here, so thankful you're not a okay. Cardinals guy. Okay. Right. Enemy of my enemy or something like that, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, so year three of the Eli Drinkwitz era uh, getting set to get underway on Thursday night uh, with Louisiana Tech traveling to Missouri. Um, overall, what's the health of the Missouri program like at this point? Um, ask me in about four months. Uh, a lot of optimism. Um, you know, he's landed the two highest-ranked recruiting classes in school history. I think they were – 19 a couple years ago, they were 12th last year. They, they'd never had a top 20 class before the last two years. Um, you know, he's, he's great at PR. He's got everybody excited, but they're a game under 500 in two years. And there definitely was some quarterback questions this offseason. They overhauled the defense, third defensive coordinator in three years. So it's kind of time for that, you know, potential energy to turn into, uh, the, the actual energy uh, on the field. He's turning the reins over at the quarterback position to Brady Cook. Uh, a St. Louis kid made one career start back in the Armed Forces Bowl. Uh, I believe that was December 22nd uh, of last year. Um, you, you look at kind of the stats briefly on paper from his playing time a year ago, high completion percentage, a guy that can move around a little bit uh, in the pocket. Uh, what does he bring to the table, and how excited uh, is that Missouri staff to kind of see him now that he's – uh, kind of taking control of this offensive side of the ball. Yeah, he's a way better athlete than people will give him credit for. He he can move, he can run. Um, you know, I, I think Drinkwood said he's one of the like 12 to 15 fastest players on the roster. It, as far as the passing, we don't really know because he played in one blowout a couple of years ago. And then last year, I mean, he played against Georgia and then he played in the Armed Forces Bowl. And clearly the game plan was just everything quick get rid of the ball. We're not going to get him hit. You know, they were, they played with like half a roster in the armed forces bowl from injuries and opt outs and all that. So we don't really know. Um, what, what is the most interesting part is that Drinkwood spent the entire off season basically trying to 
have almost anybody else be the starter. I mean, he brought in all kinds of transfers on visits and such. Didn't end up getting any of them. The the transfer he did get is a, a guy who started down there at Louisiana Tech or played down there anyway. And Jack Abraham and Cook beat him out in the in fall camp. So what Missouri fans don't really know is was Cook, you know, kind of the best of of not great options or did he take a jump that Missouri coaches maybe weren't sure he could take last December? And we don't know that, obviously. We'll find out over the next three, four months. Sonny Cumbie talked today in his press conference how Missouri played a, a lot of 11, a lot of 12 personnel a season ago offensively. Uh, obviously, Luther Burden, one of the highest-rated recruits uh, in Missouri history, signed uh, as a wide receiver. And, and he talked about all the talent at the receiver position. Uh, do you maybe expect things to be more 10 personnel, uh, more opened up offensively with all that talent on the outside? Yeah, I mean, that's the position that Missouri has been very – Drinkwitz loves it. Uh, they've, they've got Burden. They've got Dominic Lovett, who uh, was – they flipped from Arizona State a year ago. He caught 26 passes as a true freshman. Mookie Cooper, who transferred back to Missouri from Ohio State um, – he was he went up to Ohio State and kind of found himself in a, a wide receiver room with Jamison Williams, Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, and Jackson Smith and Chigba, and, and transferred back to Missouri. He was banged up last year. He's finally healthy this year. Uh, Chance Looper, the running backs coach's son, was a one-time Boise State commit. So they really like what they have there. You combine that with the fact that guys, we don't know what they have at tight end. We're not sure they have anything. Their top three tight ends. Two of them transferred and one of them medically retired. The tight ends coach is now the OC at SMU. Uh, so their starter is a transfer from Buffalo. Their second string guy is, is a senior walk on. Um, so yeah, we could see a lot of four wide receiver sets and, and a lot of different things. And Drinkwitz has been pretty open. He said second half of last year, he went into a bunker mentality. He was calling plays not to lose games. And, uh, he said he's going to open it up this year, so now, now we'll see if he does. We know a little about that calling plays not to lose games, and we're hoping that <laughs> yeah. we're past that, moving into the Cumbie era. Now, I'm going to be honest. This is a petty question, but we're going to have some people that want to know, do you know much about the Jack Abraham situation? Uh, can you give us any insight of what you're hearing out of camp about him and maybe why he didn't win the starting job? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. We don't get to see much up here. I mean, most days it's stretching and, you know, individual drills. Do for they close, do they close uh, practice for the rest? Yeah. yeah, they close everything else. Now, we got to see one day, Drinkwood just kind of hollered over at us and said, hey, you can stay for an extra 10 minutes. And they did some live stuff there. And then they had oh, a sweet. practice that they opened to fans. So those are the only two, like, live things that we've seen. And Jack Abraham didn't participate either of those days. Well, well, now, yeah, that's what drink was called. He said it's a vet day. And, you know, like, I know what that meant. I've heard that in the NFL, but <laughs> I wouldn't think a guy trying to win a starting quarterback in job in college takes a vet day. Right. So it, it, it has raised some questions in my mind of, you know, Jack had the concussion issues and just mm-hmm. how healthy he is. I, I don't really know. Now he's, he's listed, they have three guys listed as an or as the backup. But from what I could tell, kind of looking at, at what we got to see in practice the other day and just looking at the rest of the depth chart, I think Abraham would be the guy if Brady Cook has to come out. Um, you know, from, from what I heard, the competition in camp, I don't think it was really close. I think Brady Cook was pretty clearly 
um, their best quarterback, and that's why they only took a week to give him the starting job. Defensively, you mentioned Blake Baker, obviously entering his first year as the third defensive coordinator in three years under Drinkwitz. Yeah. Uh, you look at the stats on paper from a season ago, I, I know they struggled against <laughs> the run, but it was really a, kind of a, two t- a tale of two halves of the season. A lot of new faces on that side of the ball. Uh, Louisiana Tech can't quit talking about how good the pass rush is going to be. Uh, really, yeah. your overall thoughts on that side of the football. Pass rush could be good. Trajan Jeffcoat was all SEC in the COVID year in 2020. The other end, Isaiah McGuire was second team all SEC last year. So if you can compare, if you can combine those and they can both have a good year, uh, pass rush could be really good. They've got a, an FCS transfer, uh, FCS second team all American DJ Coleman from Jacksonville State who, uh, guys, I'll just tell you, you look at him, he looks like an NFL player. I don't know if he is. I've obviously never seen him play. Uh, but that's what he looks like. But they've got transfers all over. Jaden Jernigan, transfer from Oklahoma State, is going to start at defensive tackle. Three of their top probably five defensive tackles are transfers from Oklahoma State, Baylor, and Oregon. Um, now those guys kind of played varying levels of, of snaps and such. Uh, their middle linebacker is a – or I guess weak side linebacker technically is Tyron Hopper, a transfer from Florida. Uh, they've got some transfers in the secondary – Joseph Charleston from Clemson, Drayden Norwood from Texas A&M. I mean, they went all in on the transfer portal because last year's defense was an absolute disaster. I, I mean, I said a number of times last year, and like I was joking but not joking, the offensive game plan was have a quarterback that does not fall down before he hands the ball to a running back who does not fall down on his own. And you were going to get seven yards against Missouri. I mean, it was that bad at, at times last year. Uh, I think in the first seven games of the year, I think only one team might have failed to rush for 175, 200 yards against them. So as much as we've talked about the quarterback, it's the defense that's the question. And it's got to be better because I don't think it can be worse. But the question is obviously how much better. And, you know, Blake Baker, like this has to work for Drinkwood. You mentioned third DC in three years. Like, I'm not saying Eli gets fired or anything after this year, but if Blake Baker doesn't work as the D.C., I mean, I, I don't know how many the guy gets to pick. Yeah, no, no kidding. So you, you look at this game. We, we've talked throughout the duration of the show. Uh, a lot of unknowns on the Louisiana Tech side. A, a lot of unknowns uh, on Missouri's side as well. Uh, the atmosphere. Uh, what, what kind of atmosphere are you expecting uh, Thursday night? Yeah, it'll be okay. Um, I guess Missouri's AD said, somewhere between forty-five and 50,000 she expects earlier today. And, uh, you know, that it, it's so been really an issue. So really probably 30 Missouri. to 35? <laughs> no, like I think really they'll get 45 to 50. I mean, they were they were somewhere between like 43 and 47 for every game okay. last year, which is not good. I, I mean, it, But the first game of the season should be the most well attended, right? Or is it... Does that change with the midweek kickoff? Well, they did. They moved it to Thursday night because they haven't had a night game here in – I think three years, um, and it, it moves it off of Labor Day weekend, so it mm-hmm. makes the students, like, hey, you're in town, go over, and they've really tried to focus on getting the students back before. But, you know, Missouri's attendance has slipped just kind of year over year, really since 2014. Um, I mean, it's down – they fired Barry Odom after 2019, and it's down 14% from what it was then, wow. despite the fact the fan base is – appears to be really excited and all that they're just not going back and 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 look missouri is a 500 football program over the last eight years and that doesn't put people in the stands 
So they're going to have to win to get some of these people back. I mean, you know, Georgia comes here in week five, and, hey, Missouri's got to – if they can beat Louisiana Tech, they got a road trip to K-State. It's a tough game but a winnable game. Week four, they go to Auburn. I mean, Missouri comes back here 4-0 and for the number two team in the country. I expect that's going to be packed. But if they don't, you might be looking at another season where they didn't draw 50000 for a game. And I once Gary Pinkle got it going from 2006 to – Shoot, I bet it was about 2017. I'm not sure they were ever under 50,000 for a game, and they didn't even draw 50 for one last year. So if, if Tech comes in here Thursday night and just lays the smack down on the Tigers, what's what's the attendance going to be like for the next home game for Missouri? Uh, well, I mean, first of all, the next home game is Abilene Christian, so it's going <laughs> to not be great anyway. But no, look, guys, if Louisiana Tech, win, especially if they win this game convincingly, um, it's going to be a tire fire up here for a while because it, everybody's looking at this Missouri team saying you got to find a way to get to six, maybe seven. Uh, just get bowl eligible, kind of roll the roll the rock a little further up the hill, get one more recruiting class in here, and then 2023 when Burden's in his second year, when some of these receivers have grown up, when either Brady Cook's been good or four-star Georgia kid Sam Horn takes over at quarterback, that's the year – Missouri fans think they have a chance to make a move. But if you start this year with the loss to a Louisiana Tech, I mean, that that all goes out the window. And, and I don't mean to disrespect Louisiana oh, yeah. Tech by saying that. I think I, I think they're a li- I think this game's going to be closer. Than, I'm surprised it's a 19-point spread. But, I mean, if, if they come in here and win this game, it is. I would highly advise you guys to go read my message board because it will be <laughs> incredibly entertaining, if nothing else. Gabe, tremendous stuff. If any of our listeners want to follow some of the work you guys do online, I know you do a tremendous job covering the Missouri Tigers. Where can they find that out? Yeah, Missouri.Rivals.com or PowerMizzou.com. Uh, the, the Twitter account is just PowerMizzou.com. We tweet out every story we do. So we'll have uh, plenty of stuff leading up to uh, Saturday. I think Ben's going to join us on our show tomorrow afternoon. Uh, that we podcast and put out there. So uh, hopefully Louisiana Tech fans will uh, will check that out and, and get a little look from the other side. Absolutely, man. I appreciate you. We'll talk to you tomorrow afternoon. All right, guys. Have a good one. Gabe DeArmond, PowerMizzou.com. I mean, fantastic interview. Back about, like, one thing about Gabe, like, there ain't, you know, no, Gabe. there ain't no Homer involved. No, he's just a bit, he's just calling it like it is. Yeah, well, that that's what he it, does. It, it, it makes me feel like I can ask those questions that I want to ask. You know, the average fan. Yeah, let me tell you something. He does a tremendous job. I couldn't imagine being a media guy. You get three periods of practice. You get to watch them stretch. You get to watch them buckle the chin strap. A lot of he and said then she you're should. booted. But hey, hold on. Then you got to come back an hour and a half later if you want to interview the coaches. Oh, the Tell little, me how terrible that days. would be. The two days. Well, Eli Drinkwitz thinks uh, a lot of it's so programmed. Tell, tell me, for the listeners that don't know, tell me why some schools close. Like, literally just they don't want reports out uh, there about they, what's going on. They think that coaches think that media can tell you what the cover two is or the quarter's offense or yeah, they can just, tell you. Listen, let me tell you something. About 99% of the media, myself included, can't tell you a whole well, lot that, about Well, that and football. you're 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 careful. Yeah, but I guess I guess somebody could go put some tech not. gear on. Yeah, a Missouri guy could go put some tech gear on and come stand on the sideline and practice. Yeah, but like, even if he does, like, what can he gather? Yeah. Like, that—that's my thing. Like, th- like if you don't allow him to film, like, are you going to say he plays cover two? Well, cool. So does a hundred thirty FBS. Maybe he could reports back. Hey, the kick returner can take the week off because old Buck's putting it through the uprights on the kickoff. Maybe that's what he says. I, I guess. I guess. Let's go ahead. Take our final time out. We come back. We'll put a bow on it. We'll make our picks. 
Listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with Bulldog. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LMB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. Hey, DQ fans, August means a new blizzard of the month and five more reasons to take a trip to DQ. Meet the new Reese's Take 5 Blizzard Treat. We fit Reese's peanut butter cups, sweet caramel topping, salty peanuts, and crunchy pretzels into every soft-serve pack spoonful. I'll admit, I just got hungry reading this out loud. I mean, a blizzard treat and a Reese's Take 5 together? This summer just keeps getting better and better. Try the new Reese's Take 5 Blizzard Treat only at DQ. Happy tastes good. Calling all Bulldog football fans. Season tickets for the 2022 La Tech football season are on sale now. The schedule features Sonny Cumbie's inaugural game versus SFA, plus games against UTEP, Rice, Middle Tennessee, and UAB. Contact the ticket office at 318-257-3631 or visit latechsports.com slash tickets to secure your seats today. That's 318-257-3631 or online at latechsports.com slash tickets. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Final segment of the show as we wrap it up on this Tuesday night. I want to thank our title sponsor, Louisiana National Bank. For over 100 years, LNB has been your community bank. Go see my friends at Louisiana National Bank for an uncommon experience or check them out online at ln.bank. Did you see Matt's text yeah. on the O'Neill Gas text He line? says, BC and Beck, I got a feeling I'm going for it. Tech 3128, big W, my lock of the week. HBTB, Matt and Pineville. Matt. Matt, you're a bold that's son a bold of a gun. One. That's a bold one. I'll tell you what. Will the people chimes in. Yeah. Missouri has wanted in the Big Ten for the past decade. I can see why their defense appears to be relying on backups from other Big 12 schools to come in and stop offenses. Nothing says steel wall like a backup defender from the Big 12. Good luck to them in the SEC. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. Like I said earlier, I'm taking. It's the first game of the season. Right, I can't let, not do it, Ben. Let's set the stage. Louisiana Tech at Missouri, 7 p.m. kickoff. ESPNU on Thursday night. Little national. How about that stat from Gabe? First night game in Columbia. In so three that's got to be because Missouri's kind of at the bottom of the SEC. Yeah, and TV says you're playing at 11 a.m. Yeah, yeah, you're playing at 11 a.m. Man, that sounds terrible. Well. I, I can appreciate an what early they September do in game. Hunting season. I, 
I can let you give it on the stand for the evening, you know? Golly, I guess <laughs> it's not so. you can hunt the morning, watch the game in the in the afternoon, and then go get back on the stand. Brett says, does Baby Barnes become Big Boy Barnes in this one? He'll always be Baby I mean, Barnes. He will be Baby always. Barnes until he grows a full man beard. Louisiana Tech, well, that'll never happen. Louisiana <laughs> Tech, 20-point underdogs, over or under, set at 60. I like the under, and I like the dogs to cover. Don't give me your score just yet. I don't have one. Keys to the game. Number one, Matthew don't Downing. Screw it up. Can you settle in and play good football? Like if you don't. All right, here's what I gotta believe. I gotta believe Cumbie's going. Listen, you're my guy. I love you, but I ain't gonna throw you to the wolves. It's you think it's it's got to be simple at first, right? It's gonna be simple. A few screens, a few quick outs, quick throws. Here's the thing, though. Blake Baker said on Monday that he expects Louisiana Tech to have a short passing game early on. Oh, if you can shocker, hit, if you can hit one deep early. But you know, you know what I'm saying is that means he's going to have everybody at the line of scrimmage, and he's going to say, "Matthew ben, Downey, I'm coming for your ribs. I hope you make the right I read." I mean, that is the that is the the page one of the textbook on new quarterbacks. <laughs> They're going to throw it short. You're going to pressure and make them real it's not nervous. A genius call. It's not a genius call. Now, does somebody go? Does somebody? <laughs> somebody? Sonny Cumbie? Does he go like over the it. top? Maybe. I don't know, Ben. I'd love a little little post pattern first play of the game. If he throws a pick on a 50-yard bomb first play of the game, I'm not even mad. I'm like, all right, you punted it. We were probably going to go three and out, but now you just punted <laughs> it. That's fine. I love the guts. You think he does it? No shot. Oh, you don't think he'll go deep? No, that's Cumbie's first play of his head coach career. You don't think Sonny Cumbie hey, if he wants does to it, make his mark early ben, on. this ain't Colby and QP, okay? In 2000, what was that, 14, 12. 12. Wow. Remember when we started every game with a touchdown? First play of the game, every, <laughs> every time? Game. I don't know how they didn't stop it. They'd line up in a diamond formation I just, with two wide outs. You yeah. know the play and you couldn't stop it. I just think it's low scoring. About it, but I'll be honest, I don't know a whole lot about Missouri, but I don't feel Second big key to the game for me is this. Tech has to stop the run. Like, you cannot – if Missouri runs for – 175-plus yards in this game, they're going to win going away. Listen, unless Brady Cook turned into a man in the offseason, like he ain't just going to pick us apart. Do you think they kind of roll with a short passing game early They on? sure did in the Armed Forces Bowl. But Luther Burden is pretty dangerous on the outside receiver. Yeah, well, we got some corners that will hold him down. Okay, okay. You feeling pretty confident? Got some confident. transfers. Feeling pretty confident. Um... All right, y'all ready to make your picks, tapes? Missouri favored by 20 over under set at 60. Beck Haynes, give me a score prediction. This is the least sexy score position in all of sports, but I'm going to go 31-17 Missouri. Dogs cover. Is that all that matters in this one? How many how many games get picked to go 31-17? Probably 50%. <laughs> Absolutely. Taves, what you got? Oh, Beck, I was uh, going to say the same thing. Uh, uh, well, no, 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 he's going to add three points it's on either side. Exactly, <laughs> it's just as generic. 34-17. Yeah, freaking Taves. Give me my under and give me my cover. Uh, I'm going to say Louisiana Tech falls 30-13 to in this one. Uh, that's a cover. Yeah, that's a cover. I, I think long. Missouri's too good. Uh, defensively, plus I'm still concerned. Um, 
just how many plays Tech can create from the quarterback position. A little bit of an X factor. If Tech gets Matthew Downey involved in the run game, uh, I think that could possibly get hey, He may not have a problems. choice. No, he might not. I'm talking not from a scrambling perspective. I know, but your concern is if you have a concern about My Downing, concern is turnovers. Like I know, but you have a concern too with, with Downing maybe taking off for the run a little too soon. A little too quick. And listen, B.J. Williamson doesn't have six interceptions in fall camp for no reason. No, he doesn't. <laughs> like, like, we've thrown the football to the opposing defense quite a few times, A lot obviously. of 50-50 balls. Yeah, so I, I think that's kind of what concerns you. But if you can kind of settle in uh, and, and not, you know, turn the football on, over early, uh, I think you could see Louisiana Tech have some success. And listen, I, I, it should be a four-quarter football game, uh, but I think ultimately Missouri's too talented for Louisiana Tech. Final thing before we get out of here. Beck, are you ready for Thursday night? No, not at all. You're not. Thursday, Thursday or Saturday? Thursday night. Oh, I'm ready. BC and Beck, post-game show. Oh, that's KSKZ right. KSKZ 107.5. A late one. Uh, will be a late one, but you better give us plenty of calls. We want to hear from you uh, on that one. we got our fantasy draft coming this up weekend. Saturday night. Might have a little breakdown next Tuesday. So, that's all we got for tonight. I want to thank Smoke Harris, B.J. Williamson, and Gabe DeArmon for joining us on the O'Neill Gas Hotline. For Beck Haynes, for our producer, John Tabor, NBC. We'll see you. Thanks for listening to the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. Brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue, Dairy Queen, and Bienville Motors. Join us every Tuesday at 6 p.m. with your host Ben Carlisle on the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. the 10th best or the first, you know, and right. that's already respect to LeBron. So he doesn't need to do all this other stuff, trying to get his kids in the, in the league like that, you know. And as for the Jordan thing, I will not disrespect your lovely program by saying that he will pass Jordan. That argument has been done. All right. Well, and I've done it better than anyone. So I'm just saying, hey, what if he wins three rings and plays the next six seasons or something like that? But, yeah, I'm with you. I don't think he'll – like I said, I don't think he's going to win another championship, right. let alone no. three. All right, let's go. Uh, Ron in Vegas, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Ron? Ron. Ron going once, going twice. Ridiculous. You know what? He was. <laughs> uh, he's upset because the Raiders are being laughed at on the Internet. 
right after uh, cutting another first-round draft pick. Uh-huh. Yeah. Rob G right? is upset. Rob G. Rob G tried to force that into the show. Rob G is upset. It's a big story, Chris. It's, yeah. a big, it's cut down day in the NFL. Now, let me to ask Raiders you this, though. Fans. What's his name? Uh, Maylox. What was his name? <laughs> Mike Mayock. Mike Maylock. But, boy, uh, not a good move by the Raiders making him GM. Would you say that? Uh, I think the bigger problem was letting John Gruden be the de facto GM. Yeah. Yes. The 10-year, $100 million contract wasn't a good idea, you mean? Nope. 